Hi, and welcome back to Publisher Nation, the official podcast of Digital Book World. In this case, Digital Book World 2019, coming up September 10th through the 12th in Nashville, Tennessee. This is episode number 11. My name is Bradley Metrock. I'm CEO of a company called Score Publishing based in Nashville, Tennessee, and I am the executive producer of Digital Book World coming up in just a couple of weeks. Privileged to have as my guest on the show, Rod Elder of Virtue Sales. Rod, say hello. Hey, hi, everyone, and uh, thanks for having me, Bradley. Rod, I, I'm appreciative of you, appreciative of your time, and, and a big fan of Virtue Sales. Why don't we start off simply by you taking a little bit of time and, and tell us who you are and tell us what Virtue Sales is and does. Okay, great. So Virtue Sales is a software developer and consulting company. We uh, develop Biblio, um, which is sometimes known as Biblio 3 and Biblio Live. Uh, these are publishing solutions that a publisher will use to manage their publishing process from acquisition uh, through to uh, sales analytics. So we don't we don't do warehousing. We don't do sort of the GL. APAR, but what we do do is everything else that a publisher actually needs uh, to do when especially they've outsourced their distribution. Uh, so for us, it's really estimating a project, whether it be any type of uh, uh, product, digital, audio, uh, piece of content, that type of thing, or, or the traditional book as well. Can't forget that. And costing out a project to then signing a contract with various contributors and tracking that uh, to be able to pay them when um, sales start to come in and to then track profitability against your estimated costs. And along the way, there's things like you need to promote uh, the book on Amazon or Apple, and we have Onyx tools and metadata management to help uh, that whole process, uh, along with other functionality along the lines of publicity management for managing you know, who you need to send your uh, marketing copies um, of the books to. You know, and so really the the goal of Biblio, and if I look at some of our clients, is is really trying to produce more content uh, with the same number of people. And um, we have a, a really nice case study of uh, a customer, Penn State uh, University, who when they started, they were publishing 11 journals and they had uh, four people. And I think last time we spoke to them, they were publishing 68 journals and they had three people. And, you know, so they obviously need to have, you know, really good people, but they said what's enabling them to do that is a tool like Biblio, which is actually automating a lot of the, and doing the heavy lifting of, um, you know, process management and tracking and metadata management. So this is, you know, what we do. We develop new releases every six to eight weeks. We help publishers become as efficient as possible and let them focus on publishing uh, content and we focus on uh, the back-end software to help them do that. That's excellent. And, uh, you know, you and I have spoken several times, um, a couple of podcasts under our belt, and talked to you in person a bunch. And that's the first mm -hmm. time I think I've ever heard you mention that anecdote about Penn State. That's really good. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's you know, all sorts of uh, anecdotes, you know, that have, have come out over the years. But, you know, what what is, you know, without a doubt, um, you know, required by publishers is there is, they are publishing more books every year, but the revenues aren't going up at the same rate. So they are having to be more efficient because of, to gain the same revenue, they need to produce more. And so that's where the systems become more and more uh, important. Otherwise, they you know, have to, and nothing wrong with uh, employing lots of people, but they need to employ more people. But if those people can't even communicate, it actually doesn't help um, in increasing the output. Yeah, no, that's interesting. And that's, uh, I appreciate you taking the time to sort of dive into that. As we, as we approach digital book world, one of the things about digital book world in general, as well as this particular year of the show, is we've got this confluence of hot button issues in publishing. We've got, you know, this year libraries have been a real hot button issue and the relationships between publishers and libraries, you know, uh, publishers in many cases doing libraries as the enemy almost, treating them as the enemy. Um, and navigating that, there's been issues with Amazon as usual, <laughs> with uh, yep. uh, Audible and this whole Audible captions thing that people are all upset about. Um, there's been university press uh, issues. Uh, we've got uh, a major person from the Association of University Presses is going to be speaking at Digital Book World. Uh, university presses have gone to battle with a couple of different groups over. Um, just how much money they're paying in rights um, and licensing fees uh, for content. There's a lot of storylines that are sort of converging that we've got both sides of the, of, of the debate table present for a digital book world, which is going to be neat. I want to ask you, from your perspective um, in general, as well as just with virtue sales, what, what's been the biggest hot button issue for you and y'all this year in publishing um, that's affected your business. What's been that trend that you've kept your eye on the most this year? Um, well, it, it's interesting. I think a lot of publishers, uh, and it sort of streams back to uh, what we were saying before about doing more with less people or the same amount of people, but people are really trying to automate uh, things more. So we're finding... Uh, one, they're trying to uh, make sure they can maximize their IP, um, you know, the income from their IP. And by that, <clears throat> well, in the US more than uh, some other places, right sales and permissions income has been treated more as uh, icing on the cake uh, when they're doing their P&Ls and things like that, where a lot more publishers are looking to take and make income from um, those revenue streams that aren't the traditional book sales. And, you know, that means that um, a lot of those, are, you know, need to be processed. And so the thing is, you've got income coming in from traditional sales, plus you've got income coming in from right sales, plus you've got income coming in from permission sales, audio sales, whatever it may be, subscription services. And so the, the challenge is um, how do publishers actually, one, take advantage of these things so they need to be in the game so they need to make sure they can get their content to all of these providers and uh, to 
track what they can do with the, the content um, in terms you mentioned with the university presses and, you know, what rights they have, uh, how much they're paying for content, you know, all those types of things. So they need to do that. But then they need to be able to um, successfully process um, that income that they've received so that they can um, then, you know, one, pay it out to um, authors, but also to make sure that they uh, are making money uh, themselves and receiving that money in. So it's really, I think, about uh, publishers trying to, you know, really look at how they can maximize their income from the IP that they have and to exploit those assets. No, that's great. And, uh, and conveniently, that is the name of your talk at Digital Book World is Maximizing Income from IP. And that, that is another, that's very much a hot button issue is, um, you know, we've got all this new emergent technology. And, you know, a lot of what we do uh, on our side is, um, you know, focus on voice technology, you know, what we refer to and many others as voice first technology and AI. And there is a lot of um, effort and thought going into what do we need to be doing? Well, you know, what, what do we, what, uh, how can we monetize this? And Alexa skills are a perfect example of that. Uh, a skill is just Amazon's nomenclature for an app. So, you know, taking content of different uh, sorts and uh, moving it into the Alexa, you know, IOT oriented ecosystem you know, for publishers who have recorded audio assets or recorded audio books and they're selling them through Audible now or they're selling them through Findaway or they're selling them through Apple or whoever, um, the opportunity exists to bring those assets. And even if you don't have audio, you know, uh, just treating different books as platforms almost, you know, treating the book as uh, a lot of different component parts, all of which can be licensed out and monetized. Um how do you how do you best do that in this new era of voice and AI? You know, from virtue sales standpoint, that's something you got to be thinking about, obviously. But so does everybody else. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think there's um, you know there's there's two parts to that. One is obviously uh, maximizing what you can do with those assets, so making sure that uh, you know. If you if it does make sense to do an audio uh, version of a book, that you're you, you're able to do that. But then you know there is a learning curve on the audio side of things, and there's also a it's not as simple as uh, the ebook conversions back in the day, where everyone was like, oh my god, let's go convert our entire backlist. There's obviously a higher overhead cost to the audio book um, side of things, but it really is about them trying to. Um, utilize uh, these these assets in as many different formats as possible and I think on on our side is is more that you know if you you know if you can streamline and simplify your process as much as possible so that it it's you know it's not starting from scratch every time you do a different format uh, you know the software can help in automating some of those processes and enable you to do, you know, the ebook, the hardback, the paperback, the audio book, you know, accompanying an, a, an app or whatever it may be that you're doing. So they, they really need to try and tie that all and see where that fits in their uh, process. But it's interesting you said about, um, 
you know, publishing, you know, voice first. So, um, and, and AI and things like that, obviously it's really in its infancy, um, compared to other, um, product formats, the audio, but, uh, yeah, that's a whole different question with, uh, things like Amazon captions and things like that about the rights and what you can and can't do with, uh, content. Yeah. It's just going to continue to evolve and, um, you know, already we're at the point where with audiobooks, we're seeing people experiment with doing things like, you know, they'll release a couple of chapters that people can listen to at no cost through any Alexa enabled device or Google Assistant enabled device. And then verbally, you know, conversationally, they can then um, allow the purchase of the rest of the book. And so, you know, that's an interesting sort of model. And we're just going to see more and more of different types of implementations that allow content to sort of meet people where they are. And um, the rights part has to sort of come along with that. And glad that people like you were thinking about that. That's, uh, that, that's interesting. Um, I want to close with, um, with, with a question for you just about Digital Book World itself. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot a little bit. So Digital Book World, we've got uh, Lisa Lucas from the National Book Foundation who's keynoting. We've got, uh, we've got Audible. We've got Kickstarter. Uh, we've got uh, Hachette and Penguin Random House and Simon & Schuster and uh, the Association for University Presses and uh, the head of the American Library Association, as well as we've got Virtue Sales joining us, and we're very grateful for that. But other, uh, other than your own talk, Give us one talk at Digital Book World 2019 that you're looking forward to attending or someone you're hoping to meet uh, who you know will be there. Um, well, I, you know, without a doubt, I think Audible, um, you know, is going to be very interesting because, you know, it, it's really um, – they play such a big part in that uh, – you know, the audio book distribution um, and the way that consumers can access it. So it'd be very interesting to uh, hear that. But also, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the case studies, um, just whether it's from uh, vendors or from, uh, you know, publishers, just to see what people are doing in real life that's actually um, working and, and talking through that as, a, as opposed to some things like, you know, pie in the sky type, discussions i'd like to see um you know what people are actually doing on the ground and what's working and what's not excellent rod thank you very much for this time thank you for being part of digital book world 2019 with us thank you for all you're doing with virtue sales we appreciate you and your expertise today all right thanks very much bradley have a great day for publisher nation episode 11 thank you for listening and see you at Digital Book World 2019 in just a couple of weeks.